Coming up on this week's Planet Japan, we'll let you know about the very unique travel experiences of Japan's new first lady, and we'll tell you why the government wants to track your kids. Stay tuned for episode 164, Mr. James' Excellent Japanese Adventure. Five, four, three, two, one. Direct from beautiful downtown Okayama City, Japan, you are once again, for no apparent reason, listening to Planet Japan. Get ready to join Doug and Jen as they take you on an unpredictable journey through the wacky and wonderful world they call home. And now, here's Doug and Jen. Hi, how you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Nice to see you again. Yeah, it's been a while. You know, uh, you and I both have been mm-hmm. in Japan uh, combined, you know, between us for about uh, 504 years. <laughs> no, not Something really. Something like that. But it's been a while. A while. Oh, yeah. Quite a while, yeah. Now, <laughs> more than a decade. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, I've been here 18, you've been here uh, 12. 12, uh, mm-hmm. for a grand total of uh, 30. Yep. If my right. math is correct. I hope so, yeah. yeah. 30 years between 30 us. 30 years, yeah, that's right. Yikes. That's a long time. Uh, it's scary. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a that's a lifetime. For Indeed, a lot of for a yeah. lot of people. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> scary. Uh, a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a book on the shelves here in Japan. Uh, it's called uh, "You Know You've Been in Japan Too Long." Yeah. When? When? In the tradition of you know you're a redneck if uh, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. The same thing. So oh, we're going to give people a couple of examples of uh, things from the book. Now this book is written by a Mr. What's his name? His name is Bill Mutronowski. Oh, indeed. Yes. Yeah. So I don't think he's Japanese. No. No. Doesn't seem to be. He he probably is a gaijin himself. Who's been here too long? Who's been here quite a while? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll do the setup. Uh, you give us the punchline. Okay, sure. Here we go. You know you've been in Japan too long if... You walk to the vending machine in your wife's sandals. Oh, that's not good. Oh. Now, why is that Japanese? Well, because you have to take off your shoes every time you enter the house. Right. And usually women's shoes are, are sandals. You don't pretty have easy. to tie them up. Yeah, yeah. pretty easy to take on and off. That's right. So if you're just going, you're just popping out to the convenience store or something, it's just really easy just to slip on those sparkly sequined <laughs> slippers <laughs> and... <laughs> And do your business and, and come hope right back nobody home. sees you. <laughs> I yeah. don't know how many times I've seen you know old men, middle-aged men, you know farmers and stuff walking around. And I'm always amazed at uh, what appears to be people walking around the streets and sidewalks of the city in what looks like uh, their pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It, it, yeah. uh, traditional Japanese jimbei clothing is mm-hmm. uh, does in fact look like pajamas. Yeah, yeah. They are so recently, I've taken to walking around in my underwear. <laughs> oh gosh! We've and uh, you do get you do get some looks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People do tend to look at you. Why more. don't you just wear your pajamas? I, I don't believe in pajamas. I think it's a silly thing. Okay. Pajamas. Okay. Yeah. All right. Who invented those anyway? <laughs> Richard Pajama. I think he was the one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's do one more. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know you've been in Japan too long if you nonchalantly mentioned to your grandmother back home that you went to a penis festival last Ah. weekend. Oh, I hate when that happens. (laughs) (laughs) No big deal. I went to a penis festival. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Japan has got a lot of festivals. Indeed. And that's one of the more popular ones. Yeah. Penis festivals. There's also the naked festival. The naked festival. You'd think those would work in harmony somehow. Yeah, but they don't. They don't. No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> They're completely betsy betsy. Yes, they are. One yeah. is a fertility festival, and one is a just a, an all-out fight. 
a brawl. Yeah, it's a crazy thing. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty silly. The naked festival. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's only for men. Yeah, that's true. They do have a women's. They're making a. They've started it. A, a, women, a women's women. naked festival. Yeah, they're not naked though. They wear t-shirts. Well, that's hardly the same thing, is it? <laughs> oh, it's a, we're going to call it a women's t-shirt festival <laughs> well <I> mean, <laughs> it's a wet t-shirt well that would work it, it, well work. it is it is yeah. yeah oh it's a wet t-shirt uh festival well you go you go through the the cleansing spring right there you go in the middle of winter oh yeah oh yeah right. okay yeah. i'm getting a visual image now <laughs> <laughs> so right they purify yeah. and they they battle Battle for the... For the stick. For the stick. Yeah, which is not a penis, by the way. No, no. it's not. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exciting news. I, I didn't really uh, oh, know really? about that. Yeah, yeah, they have it. It's held before the the Festival for Men, but yeah, okay. they have it. In any event, yeah. uh, if you're in Japan, uh, you should uh, look for this book in the bookstore. It's very funny uh, if you're a gaikokujin. Yes, it is. Yeah, nice. if you're a Japanese person, I think you might appreciate the humor as well. I think I'd have written in Japanese too. It's bilingual. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. they've got both. They've got both. Yeah. So. It's called You Know You've Been in Japan Too Long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the cartoons are great. Yeah, the pictures are cute. Yeah, they're very yeah. funny. Yeah. So, welcome everyone once again to another exciting adventure from Planet Japan. This is episode 164, and I'm Doug DeLong. And I'm Jennifer Edda. And we've got another exciting show. We apologize for being a tad tardy. Yeah, I was on TV again. Get out. Really? On TV. Yeah. Oh, I saw you. You had handcuffs. The police were <laughs> no, taking you away. No, don't say that. It's not true. <laughs> Gosh. Why were you on TV? That. Oh, because of, I'm, a, I'm a super English teacher. Oh, I, you got the super English teacher award? Yeah, I did. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's all tied in with school promotions or whatever. But anyway, yeah, I'll Indeed. be on TV all month. All month. Yeah, yeah. Wow, and you're making a, a, a boatload of cash. Oh no, no, <laughs> I didn't even get any extra money for doing overtime at work. Yeah, just you'll be on TV. Yeah, you'll be a star. Yeah. That should be reward enough, really. Really though. Yeah, yeah. We got a, a lot of weird stuff tonight. Sure. Yeah, another. Uh, uh, I would say a bonanza of weirdness. <laughs> bonanza. A uh, weirdness. Cornucopia. A cornucopia. Oh, that's good. Yeah. A cornucopia of. Bizarre. Of bizarreness. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, towards the end of the show, uh, we've got an interview. Ooh. With a couple of uh, lovely women. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And, but uh, not me? Uh, well, you get the rest of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the show, I'm going to talk to a couple of my uh, colleagues. Okay. Uh, get a kind of a picture of their, uh, their story of how they ended up in Japan. Sure, so. sure. What they do. And- yeah. Because I know time. there are a lot of people out there that wonder, hey, how the heck can I get to Japan? You take an airplane? Uh, airplanes are good. Yeah, airplanes faster, faster than swimming. Than, well, yeah. Boat, boats Normally. are a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, people take different routes uh, to get here. Uh, sure, Different sure. motivations and so on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. So we'll talk to Carol and Janelle. Okay. At the end of the show. Probably want to start off by talking about the big election. Oh, yes. Yeah. Very big news in Japan. The uh, the old government has been thrown out on their ass. Mm, yes. The LDP, the Liberal Democratic Party, which has been in power pretty much since after the war, after yeah. they've set up the new government, has been overturned. Indeed. It's Indeed. Uh, shocking, really. Yeah, yeah, it's big news. It's, it's big really news. big news. Yeah. They they lost by a lot. Not just by, I thought they were just going to lose by a little. Yeah. But no, it was a landslide victory. Exactly. Yeah. The people have spoken and they've said bye-bye. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. 
So we're going to give the new guys a chance. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so they've thrown out the old crooked politicians and said, "Hey, come on in, all you new, new crooked, crooked yeah. politicians." We, so that's that's what everybody's waiting for to see what will happen yeah. with the with the new government. The Democratic Party has now won. So it's the Japanese Democratic Party. Yes, that's right. And the old party was called the Liberal the Democratic, Democratic party. party. That's right. So apparently we have nothing but Democrats in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's the Communist Party as well. Oh, the Communist Party. Yeah. How did they do? They got no seats. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, they always end up with no <laughs> seats. <laughs> it's always looked like that one guy, and he looks so cute. He's just like the, the cute little communist guy. Yeah. He always runs and he always loses. Oh, Zane. Yeah. yeah. There used to be a, a strong communist movement back in the 50s. The college kids uh, were, were rebelling. Oh, those wacky college yeah, kids. Yeah, they're always rebelling. They always got something <laughs> to say. They're always, you know, distraught and... So uh, soon we're going to have a uh, new first couple. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so the new prime minister, his name is Yukio Hatoyama. Is that mm-hmm. right? Hatoyama Yukio. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Now, he looks like a serious guy. Well, uh, yeah. You, you would hope that he would be sort of serious, <laughs> <laughs> taking, taking the, the problems of Japan seriously. Indeed, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of problems now. Oh, sure. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing, though, about him is that he apparently has a crazy wife. <laughs> <laughs> Cute, but crazy. Well, now. Yeah, her okay. name is, what's her name? Miyuki. Yeah, Miyuki. Yeah, now Miyuki has written a book in the last uh, couple of years uh-huh. uh, talking about uh, an experience she had back in the 70s, I believe. Okay. In which she claims to have visited the planet Venus mm. in a UFO. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, who am I to say whether she's... She said it was beautiful and green. Yeah, I thought Venus was beautiful. So I guess they're into the whole environment thing. In, on green. Venus, yeah. yeah. I get, well, actually, I think it's, it's all gas, isn't it? Green Venus. gas, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, the key phrase in her explanation was that once when I was asleep, <laughs> I uh, visited the planet Venus. <laughs> right. So well, uh, I'm guessing maybe it was a dream. It very well could have been. Yeah, but she doesn't seem to think so. Well... Who am I to say whether she's been abducted by aliens or not? I don't want to get in. You are that, a sane you know? person. That's who you are. You know, I you're just... perfectly uh, allowed to say, uh, "Excuse me, but I don't think you really went to Venus." <laughs> <laughs> well, now, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So there you go. Now we've got a crazy first lady in Japan. Yeah, the first ladies though don't really have much sway in Japan. They don't. Oh, really... that's what they want you to think. Well, of course. Of oh, they're course. pulling all the strings. Well, you, you might, you, you might, you might be absolutely right, but media-wise and stuff, they they don't yeah. really, they're not on, they don't ever get interviewed, they don't ever, uh, you know, do any. We should have her on Planet Japan. We should. Yeah, we, we should, should interview her. She, yeah. they can both speak English. They met in America. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. She lived cool. in America for a long, quite a while. So did he. So. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so maybe, maybe we we can have our chance. That's right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, mm. yeah, Venus. I'm your Venus. <laughs> my mother she she used to hate that song I'm your Venus because uh, she thought that uh, she I'm your thought, penis yeah, yeah she really did believe that <laughs> she honestly believed that she really did she thought it was called I'm your penis yes she she did she did and she was all upset and distraught because her golden oldies radio station would play it oh. would play this this dirty song and I, I told her it's like I'm your Venus and she was like oh oh never mind <laughs> so pretty much yeah after all that ranting and raving she's like oh Okay. <laughs> Her Emily Latella moment. <laughs> oh, gosh. oh, God. Okay. Well, there's a lot of unhappy gaijin in Japan, if I might say gaijin. <laughs> Gaikokujin. No. Gaikokujin is the proper Is name. the proper way to say yeah. foreign person. 
Yeah, but uh, it gets shortened to gaijin, and a lot of uh, a lot of us foreigners uh, apparently don't like being called that. So uh, people have different ideas about the the use of the word uh, gaijin. But mm. now there's a new uh, campaign by mm. uh, the folks over at uh, McDonald's Japan Corporation. Right. And so on on the internet, there's a uh, a lot of people upset. Uh, they're uh, accusing McDonald's of racism against us, us Americans. Well, not Americans. Guy, Guy Kokujin. Guy Kokujin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, this uh, new campaign is uh, it features a spokesman hmm. named Mr. James. Mr. James, yeah. Yeah. And he's uh, kind of a geek. Yeah, he's, he's a, a geeky. Bit of a looking, nerd. Yeah, a bit of a nerdy sort yeah. of uh, Western. Has uh, odd foreigner. fashion choices. Well, it's all Uniqlo. Did you notice that? <laughs> is it Uniqlo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah. Uniqlo. Yeah, Uniqlo. Well, there you go. Yeah. I love Uniqlo. <laughs> Everybody does. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> but yeah, he's he's dressed rather goofily. I mean, mm-hmm. Japan is real into uh, that kind of physical humor, you know. Yeah. It, they like So it. we'll put uh we'll put Mr. James on the website his yeah. his video. Right. Now apparently he's trying to learn Japanese. Yeah, he's trying to <laughs> he's trying to learn Japanese. It, I think I personally think it's really funny, but it is it is rather racist actually. Yeah, it is a bit racist, but it does make you chuckle. Yeah. If you're into chuckling at your own foibles. Yeah, perhaps. yeah. Because I recognize myself a little bit. <laughs> I recognize myself too. Yeah. He's trying to learn Japanese. He's you know <laughs> trying to pronounce everything in a in a meaningful way, but n- not doing a very good job. Yeah. It's it's. it's pretty funny actually but yeah i'm not sure exactly what the point is in tying it to the selling of hamburgers yeah because he never talks about hamburgers at yeah least they just the, flash the mcdonald's one. up at the end yeah yeah at the first the yeah. whole uh the whole two minutes uh, is him uh trying to learn japanese uh, yeah, on his to, own well trying to learn enough japanese to like ask a girl out is what it oh, sort of sounds yeah. like yeah yeah. He's like, well, yeah good luck with that yeah <laughs> pretty much <laughs> yeah yeah so but yeah, anyway yeah there's a there's a difference of opinion as far as is it really offensive or not offensive? Well, I can see why people would take offense at it. Yeah. I do, but I, I don't know. I guess there's a. I would. I would say a large majority of West, at least Western foreigners who come to Japan, usually end up at McDonald's at some point or another for whatever yeah. reason. You know, it's cheap. It's easy. You'll never you know. catch me there. <laughs> you love McDonald's. <laughs> I, I don't eat there, but. Uh, now, when you walk into McDonald's, now yeah. you'll see a big cardboard cutout of Mr. James, of yeah. this geeky guy. Yeah, and you kind of you do feel a little bit uh, uh, compelled to go up to people and say, "I'm not like that guy." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I'm, that's not my, me. My Japanese is perfect. Now, I don't know who this asshole is, but that's not me. <laughs> yeah. I'm very cool and hip. I don't think it's it's completely offensive. I think people tend to take offense very easily over things like this. I don't think it's that offensive, but it, they probably should have. Re- thought it through re- a little re- bit more. Rethought yeah, that a little bit. Maybe. I'm sure the actor, though, who's landed this gig is doing pretty well for himself. No kidding. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. a great gig, man. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, if you look around and you're in Japan, you, you, it's hard to miss. Mr. James. Mr. James. Mm-hmm. He'll be here for a while, probably. So yeah. We should probably get used to him. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we want to start a campaign and sign yeah. petitions. Sign petitions. Yeah, who's got time for that Yeah, show? I don't have time for it. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you know, the swine flu is here and it's going to kill all of us. <laughs> Well, Japan has really, really taken it very seriously. Yeah. You know, really, though. I mean, I've got there's uh, hand sanitizers in every classroom at school, yeah. and just every day it's swine flu, swine flu. We're all going to die, yeah. and it's just a strain of the flu. And everybody's really. got a mask on, so you're never really sure who anybody is, <laughs> <laughs> which is really confusing. <laughs> yeah, uh, but now oh, yes. to the rescue. 
technology. So, uh, so uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, mm. this would be a good opportunity to mm. introduce our tech corner. All right. For this week. Here we go. Yeah. Mm. Now, what uh, what's happening is the lovely people at SoftBank. Uh huh. I found who, a way to make money. Who have found a, <laughs> a good way to make money and maybe save us all from death well, at the same time. True enough. So SoftBank has teamed up with uh, the Japanese government. Right. And they're going to do a little experiment, uh, I think, next month okay. yeah, in a school district uh, in, I think, Osaka. They're okay. going to find 1,000 uh, students. Mm. They're going to give them all these uh, uh, SoftBank phones equipped with GPS. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. And then they're going to track them every minute of the day. <laughs> Yep. For, I think, uh, uh, maybe a month. Yeah, that's what they said, yeah. a month, yeah. And then they're going to uh, see if it's possible to to track them, and then they're going to designate some of them as having a disease. Uh-huh. Like swine flu? Like swine flu, for example. <laughs> yeah, what they'll do is they'll, they'll track the kids, mm-hmm. and then the ones that are supposed to have the disease, they will uh, find out who they interact with, and mm-hmm. then warn the parents of those kids. Right. And tell them either, you know, go to the doctor, keep them at home or right, whatever. Or, yeah. Yeah. Be cautious. Yeah. Because they figure if they can just reduce the number of kids exposed by just one individual, mm-hmm. uh, because this thing spreads exponentially very right, fast. Right, right. Exactly. And if they can reduce that, they will have a lot fewer people being exposed. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Or being affected. Yeah. Yeah, that's the idea. That's the idea, except a lot of these kids take trains and buses and, you know, they go into arcades and, yeah. you know, I don't know, if they got an infected kid, what are you going to do? Call up, you know, the train station. <laughs> hey, you've got an infected train. Well, yeah, I'm people. not sure what their definition of exposure is. Yeah. They want to track and see uh, what kind of interaction is going on with with the kids. Sure. And, um a lot of people are uh, a little worried that uh, this uh, smacks of Big Brother just a bit. Well, yeah, that's that's another issue I had. I'm sure mm-hmm. not all of the parents are, are cool with having their children tracked by the government 24 hours a day. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if this really works. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. If, it's if this is something option. that really keeps the exposure level down, uh, are people willing to give up that yeah. much you know, privacy? Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see, though. Yeah. Nobody's going to be tracking my ass, though, I'll tell you that. Uh, that's right. Anyway, yeah, let's hope that uh, we don't all, you know, drop dead. <laughs> In any case. No, yeah, if we drop dead, then uh, what are people going to do? There's no planet Japan. I know. People are going to be really bored. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that's it for the tech corner. Mm. Um, maybe we should do, oh, you know what? Yeah. We're going to do a blog of the week. Okay. This week. Let's haven't do done this for a while. For yeah, for a while. But uh, I came across a lovely blog from a local. Oh, from someone in Okayama. From in here in Okayama. Okay. Yeah, her name is Maggie. Maggie. And uh, she has a great blog called Maggie's Mind. Maggie's Mind. Okay. Yeah, and she's a photographer uh-huh. and a writer. Mm-hmm. Really, the two things you really need for an excellent blog. <laughs> True enough. Yeah. yeah. And she's uh, gone about uh, chronicling her adventures in Japan. Okay. And she seems to get around a lot more than I do. <laughs> well, I don't I know. She seems that. to be to me. She seems to be kind of a kind of new. I, I used to travel a lot more than I do now, but mm, yeah, that's yeah. true. I think when you first come to Japan, you tend to travel more than yeah. After eighteen years, <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been a lot of places. You tend to already. settle into your chair after a while. Mm, yeah, true. Enough. But uh, she's done a really amazing job with her blog. Excellent mm. pictures, uh, really colorful and interesting writing. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, Maggie's mind. You can find her at Maggie's mind dot blogspot 
com. We'll put a link over at planetjapan.org. She is our blog of the week. Yeah, congratulations. congratulations. Okay, well, unfortunately, uh, it's time for our dick of the week. Okay. Yeah. Our dick of the week is a Japanese guy yeah, yeah. who was arrested by the police mm, in uh, Osaka. Now, uh, he has a rather disturbing uh, habit. <laughs> I don't know, habit, just problem. Well, yeah, it happened a couple times. So, uh, yeah, once again, this might be a good time to ask the children to, you know, go put their puzzle together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they might get some weird ideas. Yeah, that, that, you that don't would want be that. something no. fun to do. Yeah, exactly. It's not. In Osaka, this guy was arrested mm. for flinging feces <laughs> at women. Wonderful. Yeah. He's a feces flinger like some crazy ass monkey or something. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, I don't know what, what his problem is. Just. Uh... <laughs> well, he, he had an explanation. Uh-huh. He said, uh, I was frustrated with my job. So what he did is he went out, went to his uh, bathroom area, and uh, <laughs> deposited something in his toilet there. Yeah. Collected it. Mm-hmm, collected went out it. on his motorbike. And threw and it. And threw it at uh, a couple of different women on two different occasions. Mm. Yeah. Now, the article doesn't say if he hit his target or not. I'm hoping he didn't. Yeah, I know. I'm hoping That's he missed. That's gross. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he, he threw it at him, and then he took off. Yeah, of course, yeah. as you would. Oh, yeah. You yeah. don't want to stick around, yeah. probably. Now, uh, the police aren't sure, they said, uh, what they are going to charge him with. Although my uh, recommendation mm. uh, would be shit and run. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. yeah. Shit it's and run. Good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's our dick of the week. Yep, he yeah. sure is. Yeah. I mean, come on. I know. What the hell? Really, though. <laughs> I mean, that's just God. disturbing. It's very disturbing, yeah. really. I hope they... Lock him up in a cage forever and uh, <laughs> don't even give him a toilet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, well. We don't know his name and we don't really want to find out. <laughs> <laughs> but he has been in the news recently. And uh, yeah. he is our dick of the week. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yay. Our feces flinger. <laughs> That'd be an interesting name for a rock band. That would be. Now feces it's, flinger. Feces flinger. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> feces fling. Exactly. Yeah. Now, uh, that's not the only criminal, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a really uh, unusual series of thefts, uh, a crime spree. A crime spree. That's a good, that's a good yeah, word for from it. From yeah. apparently the Yakuza. Yeah. Well, which we, you would think. Japanese I mean, mafia. Being uh, a mafia group, you would think they would be into crime. Yeah. But this is rather unusual. They're stealing dolls. <laughs> <laughs> from? From in front of sweet stores. Ah, yeah, it's, famous dolls. Yeah, they're famous dolls. She's called Peko-chan. Peko-chan. Yeah, yeah. her her image is very popular in Japan. Right. She sells. She's in front of sweet stores, kind of promoting mm-hmm. the Fujia company's uh, sweets. Exactly. But they're quite big, actually. They are about a meter in height, and they're about ten kilograms each. So they're quite big, and they're in front of the stores. But somebody has been going around and been stealing them. Indeed. Yeah, like 11 around Wakayama, Osaka, and Hyogo Prefecture. Wow. Yeah. And uh, with the idea of, what, selling them? And selling them, yeah. They, who's going to buy these things? Uh, well, she's quite popular, Peko-chan. I so guess people so. people put her in, her in their living rooms? Or? Well, I don't know. That's, that's, you know. I've been asking that, too, but evidently they're, they're quite uh, profitable. They're sold at around 20,000 yen each. Gomen, 200,000 yen 200,000, about $2,000 yeah. each. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you'd think there would be more money in prostitution and drugs <laughs> than in Pekochan theft. Well, I don't know, but yeah, they, <laughs> they've arrested this guy, Inaba Hiroshi. Oh, but he's embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Stealing dolls. Yeah. He's a 42-year-old man, 
And wow. uh, he's supposedly linked to the Yamaguchi Gumi, Gumi, Yamaguchi Gumi Yakuza group. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, I hope that whole organization is just a little red-faced. No kidding, really. <laughs> I mean, how uncool is that? Yeah, this is what the dolls. Japanese mafia yeah. is doing now? Really? Come on. Come, Come on, on, guys. I thought you were tougher than that. <laughs> Stealing dolls from yeah. sweet shops. What is that? <laughs> I know. That's <laughs> pretty weird. Oh, my goodness. Really? Well, okay. Other than that, uh, it's a safe country. <laughs> Other than feces yeah. flingers and, and doll, doll stealers. stealers, yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're pretty we're safe. Okay. Yeah. Except the swine, the swine flu. Except for the swine flu. Yeah, the swine flu is going to kill us all. Yeah, and I did see a few pigs running through the street <laughs> today, and I, what the heck are they doing? <laughs> Spread the flu. <laughs> exactly. Now, uh, before we go, we want to uh, issue a correction. Yeah. Something we, we don't often do because we hate to admit when we're wrong. Yeah, uh, we ran the story about the Noriko, the singer actress, right. uh, woman who got arrested for amphetamines in Japan. Yeah. And was her on the lamb. That's right. She was. She's been. She's been caught now, and they're. Yeah. They haven't set her trial date yet, but she's been in the news constantly since then. Anyway, her husband was also arrested, but the man that was involved in the death of a a woman on ecstasy that was a different dude. Different that was guy. a different guy. She wasn't married to him. Yeah, she wasn't married to him. That was a yeah. different guy. He, different he's story. also uh, an actor, right. but he's not married to her. Exactly. Yeah. But her husband's also been arrested for amphetamines. And one of our listeners was nice enough to yeah, alert to, us to the fact to, that we messed up. They're, they're two different people, but everybody was arrested. <laughs> yeah. For pretty it much was a bad week for actors. It was, yeah. but bad week <laughs> for actors and their husbands. Indeed. <laughs> We're going to end the show tonight with our uh, interview with Carol and uh, Janelle. Yeah, wonderful. So uh, sit back. Yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy the interview. If you have some popcorn, <laughs> break it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Please uh, say hello to Carol and Janelle. Today, right here in the Planet Japan studios, two lovely women have joined me to tell me their life stories. And one of them is, is the, uh, the somewhat infamous Carol Mutter. Is it Mutter? Mutter. It's actually Mutter, but that's okay. Mutter. Matter. Matter. Mutter. Sure. <laughs> it's German. How is your Mutter, by the way? Very good. So, uh, Carol has been here in Japan for how long? Mm, three months. Three months. And um, you've also been to Uganda. Uganda, yes. Right. And how long were you there? Uh, only about two weeks. Oh, just two weeks? Yes. And what was the reason you went there? It was on a mission trip. A mission trip? Yes. For? Uh, it was in association with Good Shepherds Fold Orphanage and okay. World Vision International. So I went with about five other Christians mm -hmm. um, to Good Shepherds Fold Orphanage to take care of kids and clean houses. Wow. So you were on a mission from God. Sure. You were like the Blues Brothers. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What was your impression of Uganda? Uh, not at all what I expected. When I first arrived there, I was expecting to essentially be the helper, to help clean, to help take care of the kids, um, to help serve. And what I ended up finding is that the kids there and the people there taught me a lot more than anything that I could learn from them. And probably the primary lesson of that, and this isn't, I'm not just saying this to be stereotypical, but it is really the truth, um, that these kids were absolutely incredible with the very little they had, um, no parents since they were obviously at an orphanage, many of them abused, about a third diagnosed with AIDS. Um, they had a lot of love inside of them to share with the world. Always smiling, always joyful. Mm -hmm. um, and they taught me a lot of lessons about how to forgive, especially how to forgive the people that had hurt them the most. You're from Washington, D.C.? 
Uh, I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. That's what I said. You're from Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> but you have a D.C. connection. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, which is... Before Japan, I lived in D.C. for eight yeah. months, and I'm returning to D.C. after Japan. Okay. Yeah. And what kind of things are you doing, in, or were you doing in D.C.? Well, I interned at the Campaign for Innocent Victims in Conflict, which is a 501c3 registered nonprofit in D.C. That just rolls off your tongue, doesn't it? I've said it so many times, I can't <laughs> help it. Uh, okay. That wasn't volunteer, was it? Uh, it wasn't volunteer. We had a living stipend, mm-hmm. and we also had a monthly very small paycheck because <laughs> yeah. it's a nonprofit, so okay. it's kind of expected. A living stipend. Yes. Yeah. They're always better when they're living. Yes, they Once are. they're dead, they're, they're useless, really. I agree. Yeah. It's so you're very young. Mm. <laughs> You're very young. What are you like? What, fifteen, sixteen? Yeah, maybe twelve. I'm not really sure. My voice might sound like it. (laughs) You do have a kind of a a a, a high voice. A bit of a Minnie Mouse. Thanks. Thing going on there. I appreciate it. (laughs) In a cute way. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I think the Japanese people have me beat when it comes to cuteness. (laughs) I never really thought of myself as a very cute person. So it's a cute country. It's a cute country. I agree. Yeah, cuteness is really the ultimate virtue. I think, Good to know. In Japan. I'll add it to my list of virtues. Mm-hmm. Right, bu- right above patience, right below love. Okay. Yeah. Now, one of the things uh, you and I and our uh, other guest, Janelle, here have in common is that we've all lived outside of the U.S., yep. some for shorter times, some for longer times, <laughs> right? And so uh, what I'm interested in exploring is uh, why do most Americans feel, it seems to me, like it seems to me like they don't have a, a desire to get out of the U.S. You know, they're, they're Americans. They're happy to be there. They have no desire. They don't really think much outside of their own border. Well, I'm not so sure if that's necessarily true. Um, I think anyone within any country has a strong attachment to their culture, sure. to where they came from. So it's a scary idea to actually move to another country and experience another culture for longer than just a vacation right. time period. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And right. it, so it's not just America. I think it's anywhere. Only the bravest uh, venture out to other adventures Only around the, the world. Only the bravest, I yeah. see. Now, Janelle here, she says she's an American. She looks like an American. (laughs) And yet, she's never even been in America except for a period of time when she went to uh, university. She's been living in Hong Kong virtually her entire life. Yeah, I've heard wonderful things. I really want to go now that I've met her. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Janelle, step on up to the microphone there. Welcome to the Planet Japan studios. Thank you for having me. I hope you enjoyed the performance by the Planet Japan dancers. It's been entertaining so far. How do you think your life would have been different if you had grown up in the U.S. as opposed to growing up in Hong Kong, a Chinese kind of place? A little bit. There's a couple of Chinese floating around. (laughs) Not too many. Probably a lot less people and a lot more Americans, more English, Mm -hmm. but pretty much the same probably. Now, you speak uh, Chinese Mm -hmm. fluently, Cantonese. Yes, Cantonese. Um, But uh, at home, I'm sure you spoke English with your family. Unless I was trying to annoy my parents. Then I would speak Cantonese to them. Oh, really? Yeah. Why did that annoy them? Because they wouldn't understand what me and my brothers were talking about. Oh, you had like a secret language. Oh, yes. Oh, that's fine. Very effective. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. It's like Pig Latin. Even better. (laughs) So your parents didn't uh, pick up the Chinese as fast or as quickly as you did? Well, it's always difficult for an adult to go into learning a new language, especially an Asian language, yeah. and especially Chinese, which has so many tones. Indeed. So it's hard to hear the different tones. 
Okay. So it's much easier for a child to learn it than it would have been for an adult. Right. And you were kind of immersed in it from a very young age. Kind of thrown in the deep end. Yeah. But, but you did have this kind of dual language thing going on in your life, yes. right? Yep. English with the family, Chinese with your friends maybe, or mm-hmm. at school. Or, yep. School especially. Yeah. Doesn't your brain get confused? Very often. <laughs> Very often. I think this is uh, why my Japanese is so bad. Because if my, if my brain starts to get confused even a little, it shuts down. Mm. And it says, hey, don't try to confuse me. Self-defense mechanism. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very useful. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So my I, brain's I'm, not that smart. I'm impressed with the fact that you, you can speak Chinese and English fluently and hold them both in your head at the same time. Not always the same time. And not always the one I want. I'm uh, often trying to think of a Chinese word. Yeah. And then all I can think of is English. Or really? vice versa. But uh, when you're thinking, is it you're thinking in English, right? When I'm speaking English. When you're speaking, and when you're speaking Chinese, you're thinking in Chinese. Uh huh. Yep. And there, so there's not a lot of translating going on anymore. At not this point? usually. It's like yeah. a switch. I think with any language, once you get at, once you get past the point of translating in your head, then you you got smooth sailing. Supposedly. Yeah. Now here you are in Japan. Yep. And you've been here before. Six months when I was in college. In college. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, you were in the Tokyo area. Yep. Okay, and you're, apparently your Japanese is pretty pretty darn good, too. I attempted. Yeah, so you're, you're like trilingual. I try to be. You try to be trilingual. trilingual. Not always successful, <laughs> but I try. Okay, well, that's pretty impressive. And you're, you're here to teach English. Yep. You and I are, te- are working, are teaching at the same company. Yep, co-workers. Co-workers, colleagues, mm-hmm. if exactly. you will. Exactly. Yeah, it promises to be uh, somewhat exciting, Should I would be guess. interesting, at least. Yeah, Okay, well, good luck in your new job. Thank you. And thanks for coming in. Thanks to both of you. Thank you for having us. Okay. Okay, thanks very much to uh, Carol and Janelle. Lovely women. Oh, yes, they're very oh, nice. Yeah. Very sweet. We're going to end the show tonight with a song. Ooh. A new song. A new one. From Guess Who? I know. It's from the, the, the voice of Planet Japan. It's from the voice of Planet Japan, the amazing Carol Ann Burtwell, my very special friend. We go back uh, many, many years. Many, many. Many, many. And she's a voiceover artist and a lovely singer. And she's going to sing a song called uh, Diamonds and Rest. Okay. The old Joan Baez song. Ooh. Yeah. So please enjoy the voice of Planet Japan, Caroline. So that's it for this week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. It's been fun. Oh, yeah. And we'll see you back here next time. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Well, I'll be damned. Here comes your ghost again. But that's not a new the moon is full and you happen to call Here I sit hand on the telephone hearing a voice I know a couple of light years ago heading straight for fall
Keeping things 